0: You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. Just as all of us humans have looked up to the cosmos for answers, in 1831, an enslaved man by the name of Nat Turner looked up to the skies as they darkened over Virginia from a solar eclipse. He envisioned the eclipse as a black man's hand, reaching over the sun, and believed it was a sign that the time had come to revolt against the oppression of the institution of slavery. From 1619, when the first African slaves were brought to American shores in Jamestown, to the countless millions of Africans ripped from their continent and forced into a life of servitude, labor, beatings, rape, and death, to the proliferation of domestic slavery in the cotton fields after the creation of the cotton gin, Nat Turner saw it as divine that he would play his part. Many slave rebellions did take place. To assume that the enslaved ancestors of African Americans were docile or content with their situation as some white historians have done is purely some fanciful bullshit. There have been hundreds of slave uprisings throughout American history, which in reality makes sense. To rebel, that is. Ask yourself, if you were enslaved, wouldn't you rebel? Of course you would. The institution of slavery is one of the greatest skeletons in America's closet. On Sunday, August 21st, 1831, Nat Turner met fellow slaves in the forest on the outskirts of a plantation ready to change the tides of slavery. Armed with axes, swords, muskets, and any weapons they could muster, the men killed Turner's master and his family in their sleep, and then moved from house to house, farm to farm, rallying slaves to join them and killing white slave owners for two days straight. Altogether, they killed about 55 men, women, and children. Turner was a very religious man and thought this rebellion was exactly what God had willed him to do. Nothing short of the militia was required to put down Turner's slave rebellion. Nat Turner and many of his supporters were able to evade a white mob for a couple months, but were eventually captured and hanged. Enraged whites took his body, skinned it, and distributed parts as souvenirs and rendered his remains into Greece. His head was removed and for a time sat in the biology department of Wooster College in Ohio. All those atrocious acts, of course, pale in comparison to what had happened to slaves for hundreds of years. Supporters of slavery pointed to Turner's rebellion as evidence that black people were inherently inferior barbarians requiring an institution such as slavery to discipline them. White militias and mobs killed another couple hundred slaves that had no connection with the rebellion whatsoever, just out of fear of future aggression and the want for retaliation. After Turner's rebellion, laws were passed to severely limit the education of slaves and their movements between counties and plantations. White slaveholders cited Turner's intelligence as a major factor in the rebellion, and several states passed laws making it illegal to teach black people to read or to write. The reprisals of the rebellion added fuel to the fire and are pieces of the puzzle that would lead to our nation's civil war. (laughs)